theballboys.com owned the domain probably could have squatted on the domain and sold it for a lot of money at some point i just checked it out jay theballboys.com is available for sale for only 29,888 usd <laughs> Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, to behind the scenes, unfiltered, no holds barred, look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I do not have super big hands. In fact, I have really small hands. I'm Jason, and I'm good at optical illusions, I guess. Uh... We are the co-founders of the community, uh, Location Indie. Of course, you can learn more at locationindie.com. And uh, the creators of the Lifestyle Launch Academy, which is uh, a program designed to help you launch your new lifestyle. Start a lifestyle business. We're big fans of it. All about the travel, the freedom, the lifestyle, though. We're not traveling as much these days, but we're all doing it in our own ways. Trav, how are you doing in this uh, non-travel-y world we're living in right now? Well, I think I made one of the biggest decisions you could make that helped satiate my travel wanderlust without traveling exactly, and that was to move to a whole nother state nine hours away. So I'm doing well because I've found something that for me was as interesting basically as going and traveling to a far-fung location involved real estate, the beach, and moving somewhere new. So I'm sitting here looking out at the ocean in North Carolina. So I I feel fine. I'm good. Now I can already tell just being in front of the ocean, I mean, maybe it's the early morning or whatever, but you've got some more laid back, relaxed vibes going on. You know, something about getting out of the energy of the Northeast getting down to a beach i don't know man do you feel do you feel more relaxed definitely yes and i've definitely felt times where my east coast side has come out so right now i'll tell you i am looking out the window at the ocean and there are four dudes like two of these just caught two guys just caught really big waves and i can watch them surf so that's where the laid back feeling is it's like man these guys are just out chilling all they need is a board and a wave i didn't know you had a surf break out there man i mean are you are you taking up surfing I am going to try. Yeah, there's a surf break right in front of our house. Oh, um, I guess the best surf break on this little beach is right outside of our house. So, yeah. Oh, you're killing Definitely me, Definitely got to take, take up surfing. I saw an older guy yesterday. By older, I mean, you know, my age-ish, you know, like late 30s. Not in the best shape, right? Who was catching some waves. Because typically, like, the people I'm watching right now are probably 20 there's a there's a a bunch of kids this group of kids i always watch surf and they're probably 12 you know all like long blonde hair tan skin and they come out with these boards and there's like a group of five or six of them and all i can think of oh man that's gonna be my son one day and they just like paddle out to the nicest kids and they're out there catching all these waves and i'm thinking well they're 12 like of course they can do it but i did see a guy out yesterday who is my age or older not the fittest guy in the world catching waves so i thought all right cool i could do it he could do it i could do it you know you can only so, stare at the ocean so long until you try to ride those waves right that's right i've been body surfing i mean yeah. that's that's part of it yeah 
body surfing, but I got to get out there and actually give surfing, surfing uh, uh, a legit go now. One of at the this hardest point. sports so, I've ever done. Probably the hardest, yeah. actually. It's yeah, it's it's it's, so it's humbling. It will be humbling. Let's put it that way for sure. So yeah, maybe a more a little more laid back. There have been a few times where people are driving slow. There's like two roads on this island. You know, they just run parallel to get off the island, and. So when you get behind a car going very slow, uh, you know, the two mile drive to get off the island can take you up to five minutes. And I felt myself getting like, come on, just go faster. The East Coast angst kicks in. Yes, yes, it certainly has. Um, so, yeah, things are good here. Things are good here. And in Norway, we'll check in. What about Norway? With the with the the travel ban happening for you as well. You're there in Norway. Thankfully, it's summer because you have like a lot of sun. So how's the how's the vibe? Uh, the vibe's good. People are, you know, things are starting to ramp up here at the time of this recording in terms of the COVID stuff. But uh, we are actually moving as well. So, you know, that's going to be kind of a fresh start for us. We're going to be living near the forest and it's going to be new surroundings and a new place. And that always adds like... And I mean, you know, coincidentally, we're both kind of moving around the same times, but, you know, don't move just to move. <laughs> if you're a traveler, you're like, I need to change the scenery. I'm just going to move just to my maybe, maybe you will. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, we're coming in. It, it, it's refreshing knowing we're going into like the sort of what we'd call the dark months here in Norway with uh, some new surroundings, some more space and uh, some new adventures to be had in a new area. And um yeah, and meanwhile, I'm having my own, I'm fulfilling my own wanderlust, I guess, through exploring my curiosity for whether it's like music or just like other things that I'm interested in. Uh, might not you got a like band. Roaming you're around. in a band. Well, yeah, something. You're some in a band. Project. Don't say well, you're in a band. <laughs> you sent me a clip of your band playing music. Yeah. That's a band. Yeah. No one said you had to go out and tour with the bright eyes or anything yeah there, there are a lot of ways to uh kind of have that excitement and that adventure and um you know one ways uh, one way is kind of um a fun way in business is like just coming up with ideas right isn't that fun when you're like just randomly coming up with business ideas and, and there's some there's some kind of i think you get probably some kind of dopamine rush from you know coming up with new ideas i mean i, I think it's been proven like anytime you get into a new sort of venture it's it's exciting and fun in the beginning, but then as we know, it that excitement and fun sort of can taper off or does taper off after some point. And yeah, so that can be a challenge because it's like, all right, well, when it comes to like which ideas you might want to pursue for your side hustle, if you're working full time, you only have so much time, right? So let's talk about side hustle ideas, Trav. Yeah, I think you said the key word there in that was curiosity, right? Like one of the reasons we love traveling is because we're curious about seeing other people, other cultures, other landscapes, other eating other foods, smelling other smells, like just doing something different. And so I think that's why a lot of people and, you know, raise your hand if you're listening here and this is you. A lot of people who love travel also then find themselves drawn to doing something entrepreneurially. And I know that word entrepreneur can scare people sometimes. We get it. But entrepreneurially just means doing something on your own. And that can mean something as small as a side hustle. And, and in fact, what we're talking about when we, t when we talk about starting something, we actually encourage people to start it as a side hustle, not to just 
dive right in and try to build this business that has to be the end all and be all right off the bat so you could quit your job immediately. We actually say, hey, the best way to do it is to come in with a plan and to do it somewhat gradually so that you can, you know, for a lot of reasons, but that's so that you can get into it. And as you mentioned, Jay, get into it enough that when the thrill of the new thing starts to wear off, there's still enough passion, there's still enough drive, there's still enough, you know, all of that that's involved, um, enough challenge to keep you going. And so what we wanted to do today is discuss... um, Enough substance to the idea too. Right, enough substance to the idea, exactly. And so what we wanted to do is, is today talk about a few of the funniest most funny uh, side hustle ideas that we've ever had and why the the ones that ultimately led us down this path, Jay, and led us to a new life. For you, it was Zero to Travel to start it all and the, and the website and the podcast. For me, it was Extra Pack of Peanuts, the website and the podcast. And then that led us to join forces together and go with Location Indie and the Paradise Pack and the Lifestyle Launch Academy. But the side hustles that kicked it both off for you and me were both these travel sites and podcasts. But there were plenty of things that we thought about and even tried out prior to this that didn't weren't the things that led us to a location independent lifestyle. And so we'll talk a little bit about why maybe those weren't, but we'll also want it to be a bit of entertainment here of some of these ideas that came up that we've had that that you know that in your head when you're either in the shower or it's like late at night and your brain is worrying or like this morning my brain I woke up a little early and I wasn't fully awake you know and that is you're trying to sleep but then you have so many things going through your brain uh, those fun ideas that we've had over the years and um, so that's what we want to do yeah ridiculous share some of them because if you're someone who is an idea person um, these will resonate with you and we'd love to hear. We'd love to hear what yours are too. Obviously, you can reach out to us as well. Uh, Jay, one of the ways to kind of flesh out if you're an idea person or not is to ask someone like, hey, how many domains have you bought? Or how many domains have you tried to buy or thought about buying? Because you know that's usually the first inkling for me. I have an idea and it was like, got to buy that domain, right? Like someone can't steal this idea. So give me what, give me one of yours, like one of your first side hustle, not first, but one of the the most funny side hustle ideas that you've had uh, over the years. Oh yeah. I mean, there was, I mean, for a long time I wanted to start something for myself and I had that feeling, but I, uh, I, and I love coming up with some ideas and like kind of toying around with them and having these thought experiments and like, Oh, what, what I would do. And I think one of the things that can make a good side hustle idea, if you know, you are limited on time. You're working a full-time job. I just wanted to throw this out there before I get into, <laughs> before I share this ridiculous idea. Um, is understanding kind of what you want to be around, right? And what I mean by that is, you know, we talk about the lifestyle, um, you know, creating creating a business that also fits in with your lifestyle. And, and I think it's important to understand what elements of a particular lifestyle you might want to be around. So like our travel podcasts are a good example of like, we both love travel. We both love getting to know new people and having conversations. So uh, we're like, all right, well, we're going to start these podcasts because this is fulfilling. Yeah, I might be exhausted because I'm doing this, that, and the other, but like this isn't a, like a energy sucking thing when I'm tired from working at that point. I was working um, like doing full-time uh, 
freelance work or I guess consultant work. It wasn't like, oh gosh, like oh, I'm so tired. Now I have to record a podcast. It was like, oh, now I get to record a podcast. I get to meet somebody interesting and share an awesome conversation that's going to help people in some way. And I get to be on a microphone and I love audio stuff. And, uh, you know, I love travel. I could talk about travel. So it was like, you know, if you're kicking around some side hustle ideas, I think it's a good idea to think about. The types of things you want to be around, and maybe that's not just the industry. Maybe it's like something like, "Hey, I want to be around humor and comedy," like because that's a, an important part to me. I want to be around events because I, I I love events. I want to be around music, whatever the case is. This example I'm going to share is a good example of like something where I like you know I thought it was pretty funny and like there there was a business model behind it. Ultimately, it's not something I really wanted to be around, and um, that was pot humor, Travis. I appreciate good marijuana humor, you know, like, like anything like Cheech and Chong or like, you know, any of the Seth Rogen movies and stuff like that. Like, I always find it pretty funny. Like, I find pot humor pretty funny. It cracks me up. I was living in Colorado. Uh, you know, I, I do enjoy things that other Coloradans enjoy as well. Uh, it's getting outdoors and, you know, craft brews and, you know, maybe some other things like pot I'm allowed to say that now because it's legal there. I'm not sure if it was at the time. Uh, and anyway, just, you know, some of the ideas you'd come up with and like, or you'd hear other people come up with or like people that, the things that people would talk about when they were high on, on marijuana was just hilarious to me. And so I found these, um, these websites, like uh, they were pretty popular at the time, like F fmylife.com where like people would just it was like user generated content like somebody would write in oh like today you know this happened and i got you know i stepped in dog poop and blah 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 f fml f my life and and like i love the onion and like satirical humor and i like this idea of like user generated content and i thought well wouldn't this be funny if you did like an f my life type thing but you had something called hiery where it was like your high diary and people could log in and just write like a little um, like blurb uh, about an idea or something that they came up with that like, which is like hilarious and seems super insightful at the time until you like read it later. And then other people could comment on it and stuff like that. And you know, you could do like a whole user generated, like sort of comedy site, like pot comedy site, basically just a community. It would have been pretty funny and probably pretty fun. I even bought the domain name and I kind of like designed what the site was going to be like. And like this, program that I use for that stuff you know I, I went like far enough with it that like I, I wish I, I could probably send you like the old design file I had but ultimately it was like you know what like this isn't I don't want like my life to be around this you know I, I don't really this isn't like I'm not like somebody that sits around and smokes pot all the time and like I think it's funny and I appreciate it and like I don't have anything against it and it's something that I've enjoyed like you know, and on occasions, yeah, sporadically or here, or but there, it's not yeah. like it wasn't like a central point of my life where like I need to make this my entire life. And like, and that's not to say that like your side hustle or any business you start needs to be like the central point of your li life. And like, it has to align with all of every single one of your values and everything. But ultimately, like, it was just not something that I, I felt like I wanted. I didn't feel right about like contributing in, in that way. Like, I felt like I had other things to contribute in a different way, uh, I, you know, just for me, for my own personal. Interestingly enough, you actually brought this up to me 
I didn't know about hiring or anything like that, but I remember it's a your high years diary, ago, just, and you can keep your I, you can keep yeah. all your ideas there. I get it. I get it. It's great. Great name. Great name. Um, uh, was it? Well, yeah, great name. I was going to ask you to spell it out. Who cares? Um, anyway, you when I brought this up to you uh, a while back, it was like a couple years ago. I just moved back into my house um, in the suburbs of Philadelphia, and it was a cool little town. I remember saying to you, Jay, there's no like cool craft beer place. And this is when I was in the crazy into craft beer. There's no like cool craft beer shop. You know, this would be awesome. You put it on the main street. People would come in. I, I wanted to have a craft beer podcast. I was like, you could record right in there. You know, I was thinking people would like make pilgrimages from different places to come to this craft beer shop. And like people could watch the recording of the craft beer show live, all this stuff. And, and, and it was a great idea. And and I still think it's a great idea. Now they have put in a craft beer shop in that town. Um, but I was just like, man, this would this would kill it. And I remember you saying to me, Trav, I know you're passionate about this now, but like, is this what you want to be around? And you know, that really struck a nerve with me in a good way because I remember thinking, Well, I love craft beer, I love it. But I, I remember thinking, like, you know, this this gets to be a pretty big word, and I don't want it to to seem this daunting, but is this what you want your legacy to be? And I just remember kind of thinking like, yeah, I don't need to be the person who sells better beer to people. Sure. I like beer and I like it way less now than I did then, but it didn't ultimately same for the same reasons. Hiring didn't like resonate with you fully. It was like, yeah, this is cool and this is fun but is this the the ultimate impact I want to have? And again, when we're talking about people doing a side hustle, you don't have to ask yourself these questions right off the bat all the time. But if you do have a few ideas that you're chasing down or you do have limited time, it is a good place to at least start and say, I think it's right, fair to, this, to bring up the legacy word. You know, that's a part of it. Yeah, like, I was like, you if know, if this was five years down the road, like what would ultimately your goal for this be five years down the road? And then does that kind of align with where you want to be five down, years down the road? Because, you know, all of us are only getting X amount of years here. And and so um, you asked me, basically, I, I didn't think about throwing that one out there, uh, the craft beer bar, because I was thinking more digital. But when you brought up hiring, I, I was like, wow, you brought that up to me because of your previous experience. And so I felt the same way with the craft beer bar. It was going to be called, you know, the podcast is going to be called like, the beer bracket or something, and we we're going to sample different beers from around the world. It would have been a great idea, but not not something that I had to do or needed to do. Um, I, I'm going to give you the first one that I thought about way back in college. Uh, not maybe not the first one, but the first one that I actually made any inroads with, and it was called Tease Premium Poker. I even still use it to sign into Yahoo. Tease Premium Poker at Yahoo.com. Why do I sign into Yahoo? only for fantasy baseball. But every time I do, I'm reminded of this first business idea. And Jay, it was simply going to be, and and this idea then did take off around bars around America. It was going to be me running uh, free poker tournaments in bars. And this was just when it was starting to happen. And I remember thinking like, that would be my ultimate dream because I was in college at the point at that time. I played in a few poker tournaments. Like, oh, if I could just run poker tournaments at bars around this area and and you like, can and like, you could have and I could have and and I went to a few bars I pitched them an idea and, and some were actually ready to take me up on it and I don't you know I think going back to it the reason I didn't actually go into it was maybe a little bit because I was in college and and had a you know had other things on my plate but kind of in the back of my mind I probably realized 
do I want to be like, you know, the guy at 2 a.m. when the bar closed cleaning up poker chips and back like, to the lifestyle? Have, yeah, like exactly. Like it wasn't even then. I d- the lifestyle that I ultimately wanted, you know, maybe it would be cool for a couple nights a week, but yeah, was that going to transition? So T's premium poker it went as far as having a Yahoo address and printed flyers that I handed out to bars owners. I like how it's, I like how it's it premium poker, right? And you're like go- I you're going to college bars, <laughs> right? I don't remember what would have been premium premium yeah what's premium about the poker is it like high-end cards you're using you know like extra weighted chips chips? by the way chris is uh buzzing his out but this this podcast is far from over i think far from over yeah so tease premium poker again yes i i well every time i laugh at that because i'm like what was i going to make how was it going to be premium it was probably just the first p word i could think of that went with poker so Mm -hmm. yeah there you go That's great. Uh, well, I mean, I think people are getting the gist. You know, we shared a couple of ridiculous ideas, but what what do you, what about this I, do you want to share? Well, what about the why some finally took off? Because yeah. I want to share a few more ideas. Okay, I, I well, think, go, go I ahead. I, I don't. Little, I don't. I don't have any off the top of my head right now. Because we're. I we're think just, there's a few. Well, all right. Let me just rattle a few off, and I think then we'll we'll come up with a few takeaways of why these weren't the ones that ultimately work well i'll share Um, one more okay and i actually got like three weeks into this project until i got abandoned by my like i want to say business partner but somebody i teamed up with uh to to create this it was an app and this is early in the app days because as soon as the smartphones came out i was like oh my god this app thing is going to be huge and um so i got this idea and i was working in the bar and restaurant this internet thing is going to be huge so I got I got this uh, I got this idea in the bar and restaurant industry. I had all these spreadsheets of all the bars and restaurants in Colorado. So I said, let's do a hap app e hour hap get it hap happy yep, hour um, app that uh, tells you all the happy hour deals in any town. So I was going to do Denver and Boulder as like the test market because I had all the data and I started manually putting it all together. Um, so people would be able to find all like the happy hour deals. Now it was going to be a big challenge because it was going to have to be another user generated thing because happy hours and things are changing all the time. Um, but if you could grow a big enough base, it could have worked really well. And I'm sure people are doing it or there's some app for this now. Um, you know, the reason why I banded that, I actually, that was one of the first projects I got into where I did like actual work. I got out of the idea phase and actually like started putting together spreadsheets, went to like the startup meeting, found somebody who built apps to like, you know, do put the app together and we started making it. Um, but then he just kind of dropped off and just decided not to like, after like me spending like three weeks putting together the spreadsheet in my spare time, he just never responded to me and decided not to do it. So then I was just like, Oh, well. And then I just went and ended up going on tour again. <laughs> on like, uh, I think I got like a music tour gig, but, um, at, at the time that was like my, kind of like oh well i'm just gonna give up and in hindsight that was like stupid i could have just found somebody else or been like hey i've done all this work why don't i you know find somebody else that can do this keep the idea going i I, and i think that was a good example of like not necessarily the idea either being bad or like me not being into it because it was it was interesting enough but it was just like i was too it was too quick to give up you know, like yeah, I, hit well, one, I, that- I hit one roadblock and then it was like, oh, that's it. I guess I'm not doing that. And then I went on tour and life got busy. You know, I, I didn't want it bad enough. Also, I didn't want it, it bad. Yeah, enough. you didn't want it bad enough. I think it also speaks to 
again, the idea, like you're going to, most people, and, and again, if you're listening to this, just like raise your hand or, you know, virtually raise your hand here. If you're listening and you're saying, man, I've had a lot of ideas because again, I think subconsciously you're probably saying to yourself, like, is this what I want to be doing? Right. Like you, you said it out loud with hiring. You said it to me when I was talking about the craft beer bar, but subconsciously there is this also thing of like, is this what I want to be doing? And so when push comes to shove, you know, and this is why we recommend people get started with a side hustle right now, because you're not going to know this stuff. Like an idea is going to live in your head. And you're going to think it's the greatest one ever until you start going through some of these actual implementations and saying like, does this stand the test of time a little bit? Because, you know, there were probably the same amount of times that you could have given up on zero to travel. I know there are the same amount of times I could have given up on EPOP and I didn't. And that's because behind those ideas was a little more weight. Was there a little more, I mean, you could call it passion, you could call it drive, you could call it whatever. Um, well, I can, you know, I can tell you was, what, what was behind it also, and this is something we teach in the Lifestyle Launch Academy, is is your who you. And like one of the things I think a lot of these early ideas are, a, it sort of exemplifies my willingness to chase my own ideas without getting real world feedback or understanding who I was actually serving. And if it was actually a demand for it, it was just like, oh, this is like cool idea. Let me try this, you know, and we kind of reverse that where it's like, all right, well, let's go a little deeper Let's not let's not only figure out like what kind of thing you want to be around in terms of like your lifestyle and your interests or what or you know how what how how to shape your idea, but then how does that fit? Like who are you serving? How does that fit into the market? Let's be a little more intentional with that. And that's the stuff like we teach in the challenge and um, you know, the lifestyle Launch academy and different things like that. Because once you start marrying these things, the idea crystallizes. Yes. And, and that's why we start the Lifestyle Launch Academy out with like, what lifestyle do you want to have? And does what you're thinking about doing fit into that lifestyle? Does it need a little tweaking? Does it maybe need to be scrapped altogether? And uh, that comes from years of us pushing forward with ideas that then weren't ultimately going to get us the lifestyle that we wanted for a ton of different reasons. Either we weren't going to be working with the people we wanted to work with. We weren't going to be in an industry we wanted to to do. We weren't doing something that we thought had impact. It wasn't, you know, for me with the bar thing, it wasn't going to fit with like my time. Like I didn't want to be up at 2 a.m. every night, right? Um, you know, some of the ideas we talked about, like the, the craft beer bar for me, it wasn't location independent, you know, like there's, there's a lot of things that fit in a lifestyle that you want that you have to then say, well, is this going to work for me down the road? Um, I'll throw a few out to you kind of rapid fire here so that people can have some fun with these. Um, one of the other ideas that I, that I went fairly far down the rabbit hole with was this idea called Cities, C-I-T-E-E-S.com. Um, and this was supposed to be city t-shirts. And so actually for my master's degree, when we had to build a business and market it, this is the one that I picked. Uh, simple concept, but I have always loved, you know, the John Belushi shirt that said college yeah. across it and just right. the simple font. Just the font. basic sort of, yeah. Basic font, right? And so I thought, well, I just want to make this for people when they travel, when they live abroad, I thought about the military as well. Like when you when you get deployed, like wouldn't it be cool if you just had a camo shirt that then just said where you're from and it would say something like, it would just say Philly, right? Or it would say, uh, like it, it actually started with my buddy, my college roommate telling me, hey, you know people from upstate New York? Like they always say they're 
from upstate. Like, oh, I'm from upstate New York. They don't give the name of a town. They always say, I'm from upstate New York. There's so much pride around that region. Actually, the other day, I was at Lowe's down here in North Carolina. And the guy, I'm like, oh, where are you from? He says, upstate New York. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you didn't even tell me the town. You told me a huge Mm -hmm. swath. But that's that's because they have to distinguish themselves from New York City, right? Exactly. And so I was like, well, where are all these other areas right like the bay area people say from being i'm from socal you know whatever like there's all these pockets of places that people take pride in whether it be a city or a region and i just thought this would be so cool to to do and you make it in certain colors you know like uh, you know, you, you make it usually in like the sports team colors or like the, all right, well, what, we, what, what happened there. what happened what happened with cities i mean funny story here i i I thought it was a good idea. Again, maybe it was timing. I, I don't know what it was. I I didn't decide to run with it for whatever reason. That college roommate now runs a very successful t-shirt company. It took him like eight years to come back to it. But the guy who originally gave me the idea for the upstate t-shirts runs a very successful t-shirt company around horse racing apparel because he loves going to the track. And so they make like really cool horse racing t-shirts crazy and they're doing he very stole well. he uh, stole your idea trap i'm kidding <laughs> yeah it's called old smoke so you guys can check it out so anyway that's cities uh another idea i had was i love salt blocks and cooking on himalayan salt blocks and i oh thought boy, well all the these like blocks. websites what's that <laughs> we know the old salt block idea i love a- i love cooking on salt blocks and so i thought why not make a niche site and be someone who makes funny videos around how to cook on a salt block because there's no personalities teaching you how to buy a salt block and what and what to do with it. Uh, ultimately, didn't do that because I again, it was like this very minor passion that I was like, well, what's the impact I'm going to have? I'm mm-hmm. going to help people cook on a salt block. Yeah. Am I really going to be able to like focus Fine. on writing content for the next year or two about salt blocks? Do yeah. I want to create? Was- con- do I want my Spare time to be spent like talking about salt blocks all the time, you know. Right. It was called Mister Salt Block. This is a good uh, example of like <laughs> Mister Salt Block. How? Yeah, I mean, like you know, it's like we we need money to be location independent and to live the lifestyles we want. But like, this is also a good example of like money isn't everything, right? Because if like if you knew you had a killer idea like that and it had a good chance of working, but you still like even even with all that you still don't want to invest your time in talking about Mr. Salt Blocks or you know creating content in that way then it was like that shows and i think it you know i think it comes down to what what where you are on your path like i had already built extra pack of peanuts right. we had already started location indie so for me this would have been an extra side hustle had mm-hmm. mr salt block been the thing in the beginning, maybe I would have jumped into it. Maybe I would have leaned into it, right? So, and that's another thing to to realize too. Like premium salt blocks, pre, Mister Premium <laughs> Salt Blocks, Mister T's Premium um, Salt Blocks. But you know, I didn't add, need to add another thing onto my plate. In fact, that was the last thing I needed was to add another thing onto my plate. So again, the ideas come and go. And you still have them even after you create a successful side hustle and a successful business. Then you have to start saying, what am I going to prioritize? I'll give you just two more really quickly because <laughs> there's uh, two stories behind them. One, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the funniest name that I think any of us have ever come up with, Jay, Don't when it comes it. to me and you. Theballboys.com owned the domain, probably could have squatted on the domain and sold it for a lot of money at some point. Theballboys.com yeah, was my company. Hey, I listen, 
I'm not saying who or what would buy it, but theballboys.com was my very first idea that I had after reading for our work week. And my idea was that I wanted to drop ship sporting equipment, mostly balls, specifically tennis balls is my idea, to, I don't know, just companies who need a lot of tennis balls, whether it be tennis academies, high schools, whatever. I wanted to create a site that allowed them to buy sporting equipment, specifically balls and specifically tennis balls, very easily. Um, I thought the Ball Boys was a good domain. In hindsight, um, probably would have had some struggles had I gone down that path. Um, And then the last one I wanted to mention, Jay, because this actually did crystallize a little more into Extra Pack of Peanuts and the podcast specifically was... I wanted to start an interview show, and this was before I even knew, I guess they were called podcasts, called Awesome Faucet, and I wanted to drip out, what was, the tagline was something like, dripping out daily doses of awesome into your day, or something like that, um, and uh, I what I wanted to do was essentially just interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things, and tell their stories, and so... I never actually ended up, I think I might still own the domain. I never ended up calling it Awesome Faucet, but it did eventually down the road turn into the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast where we interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things in the realm of travel for the most part. Um, so yeah, there, there's an idea that came back, right? Like an idea that I held on to that eventually came back and crystallized, as you mentioned, a little clearer into boy, you just want to tell stories of any awesome people like that could work, but who are you shooting for? Right? Like, and so it came back, uh, under the guise of it being basically around travel. Well, I think the one important thing, I know, I know you're going to give some takeaways here in a minute, but it, it, I keep in mind that these things we're talking about, or, or you hear some of these funny things that we, you know, maybe we spent some time on. It didn't work. Maybe we spent just mental energy on that never got anywhere and you can see these things oh well, this is a waste of time but like this is all part of the like journey you, you know a, a lot of people you have to go through these things to get to where you are and i think the last example you shared was a really good one because it did you know even there were elements of that idea that played into what you ended up starting later and and you know when you're kind of going through this phase and you haven't maybe locked in on something yet it's all exploratory right so there are things that you learn about yourself like even though i didn't start the hiring website like you know maybe maybe it brought an awareness around like you know maybe i want to be around a culture that like is fun and it's not taking things too seriously you know because i don't want to be in a corporate environment you know with with the things that i want to do i want to be around something casual maybe or like you know not that you know, like the stuff we do, we could talk about fun stuff, be around awesome people that just want to do cool stuff. And like, that's a value, you know? I mean, so like all of these things is like when you explore yourself in this way, explore ideas, you know, don't get down if you feel like you quote unquote wasted time or you didn't follow through with something or you dropped it all, you know, you ended up not doing it or it didn't work or you only did it for a few days or a few weeks or whatever, Understand that it's all part of the journey and you're lear- you're learning something from it as long as you're aware of that, right? This is like, you take something, I, I feel like, from-, from everything. You never, ever know how some of those lessons are going to play in later. You know what I mean? Even if it's just like, 
all right, I'm determined because like all these other things I didn't do, but I'm determined to finish this one. But you had to do all those other things and not finish them to be that determined as an individual, you know, like you just, there's so many different factors. I mean, that's just one example. You just never know. So these things can play in to future things that you do. And I just, I just wanted to throw that out there because it's so easy to kind of get down on yourself, especially if you're somebody that comes up with a lot of ideas and you end up in that situation where you you haven't finished anything yet, maybe as uh, entrepreneurially, nothing succeeded or you haven't really started anything, you haven't seen it to completion. You could just kind of beat yourself up like, oh, I'm not, like, I'm not meant for this or, you know, I can't finish anything. I suck, you know? Well, it's like, hey, let's help you like get it going and like you're gonna see that these things... You have lessons that you've learned from these things that made you who you are today and and those things can play in. So the only wasted time is the time Soapbox you spend rant doing over. Nothing. Sorry. <laughs> the only the only wasted time is the time that you spend doing nothing. Right. And the reason we wanted to do this show specifically was to show you how much sometimes goes into building something. Like again, the tip of the iceberg you see and then you don't see all the, and I don't even, I, I will not call them failures actually, but you don't see all the other ideas that churned around. I mean, I just gave you a list. The the first six that came to my head or oh, five, gosh. however many if I, I gave you. If I went to my ideas I mean, folder, I mean, we could just, we could do like 19 right, podcasts about this. Probably. Right. And so I, I, what I want to urge people, I think the, the, some of the takeaways we already gave you, you know, as, as we're going through these names, but the biggest takeaway and the reason that we started the Lifestyle Launch Academy and the reason that we're running challenges to help people start successful side hustles is the, is the exact same reason. And that is to get you to take an idea that's in your head and start doing something with it. And, but, but with the caveat that we want you to do it with a bit of guidance too because there are a lot of lessons that we learn, right, Jay, that, that can say, hey, you know, we don't want you to go and in two years figure out that this isn't the thing you want to do. We don't want you to go and do hiring and then, you know, not that you can't, but you would have learned lessons and you probably would have gotten out of it after a few years and that would have learned, taught you something and then you would have done something else, right? But there's ways to be intentional, as you mentioned, and ways to do stuff from the beginning that have A, a better chance of succeeding, B, a better chance of being the thing that you ultimately want to do that leads to your dream lifestyle, and see something that can start and succeed a lot quicker than some of the things that we did because we have learned, you know, 20 years between us or probably even more worth of lessons when it comes to this. And so with the challenge I mean, all, with the Lifestyle Launch Academy, it can be aligned with your values if that's important to you. You know? Right. And, th and that is kind of where I was going, like the lifestyle thing, right? Like the right. lifestyle that you want to lead, the values that you have, the things right. that you cherish for these 85 years on earth that you're going to have. Right. And so the, the challenge and the Lifestyle Launch Academy, the reason we do them is to say, hey, everyone needs to start. If you've had these ideas rattling around your head and you've said, I wanted to start a side hustle because eventually I might want to leave my nine to five, I, I, you know, I, and all this. A, you need to start, and B, if you are going to start, there's a lot of easy, I, I want to call them easy, maybe not easy, a lot of simple things that you can do that we teach to give you a better chance of succeeding and and to do it a lot quicker than it took us. So um, yeah, I hope you guys had fun with some of those domain names. I just checked it out. Jay, theballboys.com is available for sale for only 29888 USD and underneath it. 
what are the advantages of a super premium.com domain? They're using premium too. There's something there. Also, awesome faucet. I must not own it. It's also for sale. 2000 bucks. And again, hundreds of thousands of premium domains. So that's like the word of the day. Premium, my man. I guess I was onto something. Premium ideas. And uh, they don't all have to be premium, but you should learn something from all of them. Right, and you will. And, you uh, will learn something yes. from all of them. Yes, so chin up. <laughs> chin up. Right? Chin up, get started, hop in, you know, check out everything we're doing at locationindie.com. Um, you know, we are running a, a challenge. As we're recording this live, we are getting ready to run our very first Start a Successful Side Hustle seven-day challenge. Uh, so if you're listening to this when it, when it goes out, um, check that out. You could do that locationindie.com slash challenge. Uh, if you're listening to it later, we probably will be running more challenges based on the success of how this goes. Uh, so you could go to that link and we'll have the newest information of when the next challenge uh, will be running. But we decided to run a seven-day, basically kickstart your side hustle. Here we go. Get it going challenge to keep you accountable and to get those ideas from ideas into a bit of implementation. Um, and don't forget, you can join our mailing list at locationindie.com. That's where we're going to be giving you all the information weekly of what's new, when you can join the Lifestyle Launch Academy, um, and things like that as well. And I well. think too, when we do the challenge, because it's going to be super interactive, and you know we're going to be in, in talking and jamming and, and coaching you through things, that we should, Travis, ask people about some of their ridiculous side hustle ideas, right? We just share oh, a few definitely. of ours. I want, want to hear some of yours. Let's have a good time with this. And uh, oh, we'll be asking people for their funniest domain. Yes, no doubt no about it. Doubt. And, so thank uh, you guys we, for listening. We, we went a little long today. We're gonna let you run. We're way over time. Way over. Time. Chris is like buzzing us out for the second like, twenty minutes at this time. He's like, thank you, know. you guys. We'll chat soon. Go, go, write in your hiree.com. Cheers. <laughs>